What it do, what it is. We are back and we have some picks. It's the Incompetence Podcast. We got Reed, we got Alex, we got Ben. Fellas, what's cracking? Good, man. How's the, how's the COVID protocol going? Hey, we're done tomorrow. We are done tomorrow. We are free. It's about to be game on for the rest of the semester. Yeah, that is that's big time. Yep. Yep. Ben, how's, uh, how's Colorado? Is the academy shutting down? Are you guys okay up there? Uh, I mean, we're good, but I mean, we're still just uh, depressed from having that Army game canceled last week. So, yeah, yeah that's but it is what it is. Good. Well, we are back, and uh, last week didn't go so great. I think we were all down in units, but we're we're coming back strong this week. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, I wish I could like have my Instagram picks for for this because my Instagram picks have been great, but my incompetence picks uh much to be desired but like you said we're gonna get back into it so yeah all right guys i have a, i have a question for you guys um so you guys saw the tweet that i sent y'all right uh, with the big with the big gator oh yeah so yeah. if you are if you're um listening on the podcast it's at matt devit wink um, there was a huge Florida alligator found like on a golf course in like a little pond. So I just want to ask you guys, if I gave you a knife and you went into that pond and had to fight that gator, in the pond? what would you, in the pond? Yes. Um, what would you fi- rather fight on land? Because all right, you guys know that like my, I'm, my fear of water is, is well her- heralded. I think I would rather fight an elephant than than that gator in water. I'm I'm a hundred percent serious. I would literally fight an elephant. There's a yeah. lot of things I would fight on okay, top of that get, gator. An in alligator water. in a pond, I would rather fight most things. An alligator okay. in a pond, I have no shot. An an elephant, <laughs> yeah. I don't think I have a great shot, but I've got a shot. Well, not necessarily even like fighting, but like just coming out alive. Like, what would you like take I, your chances on? I think I mean, the only the only land animal that I would rather fight less on land might be like a, a grizzly bear. Yeah, any kind of bear would would destroy me. Um, let's see. He's got he's got to run downhill with the bear. That's all you gotta do. Certain kind, <laughs> dude. I a bear would screw me up. Um, Maybe a lion, black, dude. Yeah, any black kind of big back. cat. Any kind of any kind of big cat. I don't like my chances. Um, what, what do you, okay. This is, this is stolen from many other podcasts and, and online debates, but what's the biggest animal you think you could beat in a fight? Oh Lord. A coyote, maybe. That's the biggest animal you think? Uh, what do I have? Bare hands. hands. Yeah. Ooh. I don't know. Do you, I, mean, I don't even think I could beat up a raccoon. Like, I, I really don't. <laughs> Yeah, that's I think, true. I like think the could, thing, I think I could take a deer. Okay, yeah, I could yeah. probably take a deer. That's uh, that's the biggest animal I think. I but could you take. couldn't like take a ram or something like that. No, absolutely Definitely not. not, dude. Yeah. absolutely no. not. With the deer, I, are you talking doe or are you talking buck? Because a buck any will kind of, with his animals. Any any kind of deer. Um, credit to my guy Bryce Mitchell. Um, he has a he has a infamous story about hunting a deer and missing his shot and not having anything after that. He was hunting with a bow. And he jumped on top of a deer and put it in a rear naked choke and choked it out. Oh my gosh! And that's how he—that's it was a doe, but that's how he took the deer home. And I—that's yeah, my only strategy. 
I would love to see yeah. Bryce Mitchell try to try to chokehold this Gator. Absolutely not. Bryce Mitchell's a <laughs> Bryce Mitchell's a one forty five or he would get freaking destroyed by that gator. That that's probably the scariest thing I've ever seen. But yeah, that's pretty terrifying. How, how deep is the water we're fighting him in? Dude, you can't deep reach. Enough, deep enough oh absolutely not. Oh yeah, I'll die then. <laughs> but if it's like a swamp like up to my knees, I mean I don't like my chances to like kill the kill the gator, but I think I could survive. You just you just run around. So alright, Ben, Gators so tell me mobile. what would you so what in water they are though. Yeah. But true. what would you, like on on land on land like what would you like Okay, I said I would I would literally fight an elephant over that gator in water. Like what would you I'm fight? Like what would, what would be the him. line? Not necessarily have to but like the gator's hungry, he's coming after you and you have to survive. Like get out of there and survive. You you have to fight the gator or something on land. What do you like? Where do you draw the line? Like for Derek me, Henry? I would, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would fight an elephant, but I probably wouldn't fight a, a grizzly bear, and that that's probably where I would draw the line. How would you fight an elephant? <laughs> I, I mean, at least. You. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, I would rather fight an elephant than a freaking Those that gator are fast, in water. Too. I, I could I'd at least like. Gator. I could at least like. Rip the elephant's scrotum off or something, cause whoa, it like severe whoa, pain. Whoa. You just climb on the back of the alligator. I mean, the, no. it's like it, the only thing the alligator can do to you is bite you. And <laughs> the, the only thing that thing that thing's like twenty feet long. You can get twenty feet away, and you can freaking just get on its back. Like the elephant, it can stomp you. It can lean down, hit you with its tusk. It can bite you. It can outrun you. Fair what enough. about a what about a bear cat? Uh, I would fight mean. a bear cat. I mean, I would fight a bear cat yeah. on land. I'd fight anything on land, pretty much, than that freaking gator. Well, as a, a nice transition piece, my first pick is the over fifty-six in the Cincinnati Bearcats versus ECU <laughs> Pirates. <laughs> nice. Pirates do fight gators too. Hey, I'm. That's my. Uh, <laughs> that, I'm going over heavy. We decided that we like overs, and I'm over heavy this week in my picks. We, I'm going Cincinnati ECU over fifty-six. I like it. I like it. Uh, I mean, uh, um, I mean, in what I should do right now is in uh, like in in respect to this Gator on Twitter, I should choose the Florida Gators, uh, but I'm not gonna do it. Uh, my first pick. Uh, I watched all of Temple's game last year. They are just like ravaged by injuries, guys. Uh, if you listen to the podcast, you know I had I had Temple plus seventeen and a half last week against SMU. It looked really good. Uh, they were down four in the fourth quarter. Had a chance to win, it looked like. But then SMU <laughs> scored like 27 unanswered points in the fourth quarter. So um, you know who they play this week? They're going down south and playing in Gatorland, Florida, uh, the UCF Knights. Uh, so give me UCF minus 20, 25, I believe. Yeah, give me UCF minus 25. I think uh, Josh Heupel, we hate him. Uh, we hate him and we are, we're going to ride him this week. So, uh, I, I, I just don't think Temple, you know, I don't think Temple can stop anybody. I think they play hard, but later in the game, you just, they get so tired. So give me, give me UCF minus 25. I like that pick. I, I hate the pick because it's Josh Heupel, but I like the pick. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> ben, what do you got? Can't rely on that guy. <laughs> 
Yeah, I've got uh, my first pick. I'm rolling with uh, you know a team that got us here, and that is the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. Oh, Minus right. 11 at Troy this weekend. No, I know That's absolutely nothing. No, absolutely nothing about Troy, but kind of like Reeve was going off last week, you know, just, uh, you know, ride the hot hand. The shots are hot. Uh, they're playing a lesser team in Troy. Uh, it's a 10, a 10 a.m. game, so, I mean, I'm lucky Troy, Troy bailed me out huge early in the season. I was I was sucking one day, and I, I put four units on Troy, and they bailed me out. So, uh, <laughs> I like Troy, but I have Coastal Carolina as a part of my parlay for the week. Uh, so I, I think Troy's just like a physical team, but uh, – Coastal's really good. Coastal's Coastal really just—they're beating the dog out of everybody. Yeah, that, I mean, you, if it tells you how much I know about Troy, I still think DeMarcus Ware when I think of Troy. <laughs> That's like the first thing I think of is I'm like, oh, they probably got a good D end. Means yeah. absolutely nothing. <laughs> uh, for for my next pick, I'm I'm gonna be honest. I'm really kicking myself for even bringing up Bearcats because. Uh, I think that there is a team that could take down that Gator, and I think it's the uh, Razorback. I think Arkansas is going to cover. Oh, wow. Arkansas has been Ooh. really good this year um, relative to Arkansas. Um, for it's sure. a revenge game for Felipe Franks, and I think Felipe Franks comes to play. I think he. I don't think they win the game. I think they probably lose by two touchdowns. Florida doesn't really beat anybody by more than two touchdowns, and Arkansas has been covering the heck out of the spread this year. So I like yeah. Arkansas plus 17.5. Fun fact, Arkansas 6-0 against the spread this year. They are yeah. perfect. They are the uh, antithesis to the Dallas Cowboys. So Wow, what a um, word. That is why you will be getting a, <laughs> a big boy degree. Because <laughs> yeah. you use words like antithesis. Yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> you know, what can you do? All right, guys, so my since we're back up to me, I'm going to go ahead and make this like a move on every single week. And if you're out there listening to us, you should too. Uh, you two guys should too. Uh, who did the Notre Dame Fighting Irish play last week? They played Tigers. the Clemson Tigers. And they looked absolutely fantastic, correct? Yeah, they looked really yep. good. Uh, that's why we're going to take Boston College uh, getting 13 and a half at home. Uh, yeah, a uh, huge rivalry game. Uh, guys, um, in ACC play, the team, like once you play Clemson and then you follow up the next yep. week, that team is death against the spread. Brian yes. Kelly actually like on the road is death against the spread and uh, as a as a double-digit favorite is death against the spread. When you have that on top of uh, Notre Dame just played Clemson, um, believe me, guys. Just I, And you know what? We're going to do this. We're going to make it a two-unit play on Boston wow. College. Just every, every single week, um, just put two units on the team that like played Clemson last week or, or against them. So yeah, Boston College like plus 13 and a half. Um, I like it. So I'll just go ahead and tell you guys this. Boston College, we know two weeks ago they played Clemson really well. Um, and then they were – 14.5-point favorites at the Carrier Dome against Syracuse, a game that I bet on. Um, Boston College was so much better than Syracuse. I watched the entire game. They're so much better, and they still only won by, like, seven. Guys, it's just it's just something about it where if you look at, like, the box score of that game, Boston College should have won by 21 probably. But, I mean, it's just something that happens, like, 
Boston College was clearly the better team, but I think all they wanted to do was the game just to go by as fast as it could. Get, yeah. So give me Boston College plus 13 and a half. Give me two units on it this week. Yeah, Make I, it a – go ahead. I, I like that game, and I, this game's going to go one of two ways. It's either going to be a early season Notre Dame game where they just beat a team 14 to 9 or something like that, or it's going to be a little bit of a shootout. I'm kind of trending towards the second because I think both offenses are good, and I think it's going to be the defense that's a little bit beat up especially after a two-overtime game. So I think Notre Dame-BC over 50. The number seems to reflect what I was saying yeah. earlier about the game kind of being a little bit more low scoring. I think they go over 50. Um, that's just kind of a hunch pick, and I, I committed to picking overs this week, so I'm going with the over in that one. I like it. And fun fact, the last time that Notre Dame beat a number one team was like was Florida State. I don't even know what year. Maybe like 80-something or 90-something. Oh, yeah. The next week, who they play? Boston College, and they lost the game outright. So, uh, I'm not saying that Boston College is going to win. Uh, maybe you know, sprinkle a little bit on the money line if you want, but at least just just take the spread and just set it and forget it. Uh, this was going to be a winner. Red bandana. Yeah. Shout out to all yeah. the veterans. Yeah, those were actually my next two picks were BC plus thirteen and a half and the over. So heck yeah, uh, we're kind of all on the same page here. So we. We win together, we lose together on this pod. But, yeah, for those reasons, kind of you talking about Notre Dame coming off that win at Clemson. Uh, I really like that logic. Uh, especially they, they're going to BC, right? Yeah, they're going to BC. Yeah. Um, so I really like, you know, that's a ton of points, especially for Notre Dame who's kind of infamous for beating bad teams pretty close a lot of the time. Um, and then that over kind of like, you know, you're going to win these big-time college games. Uh you're going to have to score some points. Uh, I like what I saw from BC coming out uh, what, two weeks ago against Clemson. They, I could see a similar thing happen. You know, they're just kind of coming out, slinging the rock a little bit, getting lucky, uh, and, you know, scoring a few points early, hitting this over. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, uh, and my next one, go for I'm, uh, I'm going to stay in the ACC, and I'm going to take the Miami money line at Virginia Ooh. Tech. Oh, I like uh, that. BT is two point favorites. I'm not. I guess because it's out there at Lane Stadium, but I'm not we really played sure. Played such a close game against uh, such a undefeated, masterful foe like Liberty. I mean, how can you, how can you not true. be high on them? Yeah. Uh, so I was a little confused. Maybe I'm not going to overthink this. Uh, you know, if you gave me a, like if you gave me a chance to just say pick them, I would pick Miami ten times out of ten. So Fair. Uh, I, I'm really. I'm just not going to overthink this one. I'm just going to go with. Uh, Deer King and Miami, I think they're they're pretty legit. Yeah, I, I like that game. I think Miami's kind of turning a corner in their program. Like, yeah. I don't think that they're just, like, super disappointing anymore. I, th- I actually think this Miami team, they're highly ranked, and I think they're really good. Now, they're not, like, a top four team. They're not an elite team in college no, no, football, no, no. but they're, they're definitely, like, towards the top of that second tier. Um, yeah, I, I, I think – if they're if they're ranked number ten, they're well deserved of that of that ranking. I, I think they are really good. Yeah, uh, my next pick's also from the ACC. Another over. Um, this team puts up so many freaking points, uh, and it's because their running back is insane. North Carolina, I think they hit the over every week. I I, yeah. I would like to know what they score, but they're playing Wake Forest, and Wake Forest puts points up too. Wake Forest keeps games mm-hmm. close. Uh, the over in that game is 67. It's high, and I think it still crushes. Um, Reed, that was literally going to be my next pick. For, so Let's go. Uh, thanks for thanks for stealing it for me. But uh, you know, we are the 
the uh, an overs college overs podcast. Uh, yep. So, yeah, I, I like it. Don't overthink it. Um, Wake Forest has been scoring the piss out of the ball too. I know that makes absolutely yeah. no sense. They've literally been scoring the piss out of the ball. Uh, and yeah, I mean, North Carolina would they score like fifty against Duke? And I know Duke is not it's awesome. awesome. They're not. But their defense is not bad, and, and for North Carolina to do that, uh, you know what would be great is if, like, North Carolina went up, like, early, like, two or three touchdowns early, and then just get garbage time after garbage time TD by Wake Forest. I could see it going there. Yeah, a little 21-3 early with, like, yeah, 10 like, minutes in the second. Yeah, something yep. like that. Uh, so, uh, yeah, and I can go ahead and, and hit another one. Yeah, uh, I, you know, we, we've kind of talked about this quite a bit, uh, this team, for no apparent reason. They're, they're very uh, – there's no really good reason to talk about them except that they are absolutely uh, disgusting. They're hideous. The, the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers, oh led by gosh. Tyrell Pigram, former, former Maryland quarterback. You know why I'm so big on Tyrell Pigram is, is because he was the quarterback for Maryland when they just owned UT. So um, he is—he is an absolutely hideous quarterback, and they are laying seven points. I don't care if they're laying seven points to a junior high team; they shouldn't be laying seven points to anybody. Southern Miss, actually, I don't know anything about, but this is a low total game. The low total—it's a uh, forty-six and a half right now. Uh, that's super low for a college football game. Uh, less possessions. Why in the world is Western Kentucky minus seven against anyone? And why are they minus seven against, uh, someone with this low of a total? It just doesn't make sense. Also Southern Miss has played like, right? No, they played UNT earlier in the year. They beat the crap out of them. Uh, Western Kentucky, just fade them. Give me Southern Miss. Give me Southern Miss plus seven this week. I, I wasn't paying attention, and because you said it didn't make sense, I was going to go head-to-head with you, but then you said Frank Gore Jr. was on the opposing team, so I have to, yeah. I, I like your pick. Yeah. Frank I, I was going to say, if the line doesn't make sense, you got to take it, and I can't because Frank Gore Jr. is in the backfield <laughs> for the Southern Miss Golden Eagles or whatever they are. Yeah, I mean, this <laughs> might even be like a money line play, guys. This is like, Western Kentucky is terrible. Yeah, that's, I, that's, a, you know, that's a game that you should set it and forget it because no one wants to watch that game. Yeah. I mean, I saw it earlier in the week, and Western Kentucky was like plus or minus eight, and I was like, what? Yeah, like, that makes sense. Um, even <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at it. So two weeks ago, Southern Miss was at home and played Rice and lost 30 to six. So oh. <laughs> maybe that's the reason why. But uh, Western Kentucky also went to FAU last week. And lost ten to six, so if I mean, Western Kentucky, the, this is the amount of points they've lo- they've uh, scored the last four games: six, ten, fourteen, and fourteen. Um, like <laughs> that's why the total's forty-six. Yeah, I mean, if they're going to score fourteen points. You're just baking on a, a Southern Miss touchdown, and you'll cover hopefully. So, uh, yeah, I, I, we've talked way too much about this game. So, <laughs> Ben, what do you have for your next pick? Uh, that's all I got. Uh, I said one thing that I was kind of questioning, and that is 
the Michigan money line against Wisconsin this weekend. And the only reason I bring it up is because Michigan, Michigan's kind of got nothing to lose, and Wisconsin hasn't played in three weeks. So I just kind of interested to see what y'all thought of that. Uh, if Graham Mertz is playing, Wisconsin's going to win that game by a lot. Graham Mertz is the real <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I can see it. They're also yeah, in the I big mean, house, too. Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of like a it's it's kind of a scary one. Uh, just to get up my thoughts on it. Uh, now I know that Wisconsin not playing is not necessarily a good thing, but Michigan has, so that means the tape is out on Michigan, and teams have been absolutely destroying them. Whereas the tape really isn't out on Wisconsin, so maybe Wisconsin is more prepared in the sense that they know how to attack Michigan, uh, just based on the tape and Michigan doesn't have that same ability. Maybe. I mean, it's just kind of uh, being devil's advocate here, I guess. Yeah, I mean, the spread on that one is four and a half for Wisconsin, which seems a little low, too, um, considering yeah. how Michigan's season's gone so far. Yeah. But, yeah Michigan it has not been one. good. Yeah. All right, so my next pick, uh, we're going – we're going to a little more Conference USA action, baby. You know me. I'm a, I'm a small school better. I love the ACC, and uh, I, I love I love Conference USA. So uh, we got Louisiana Tech. They're hosting Rice this week. Um, hold on. Let me let me make sure. So Louisiana Tech is hosting Rice, I believe, this week. I know they're playing, and I believe the game's at Louisiana Tech. And Louisiana Tech is minus two. Give me Louisiana Tech, guys. I mean, uh, I've seen some projections that Louisiana Tech should be favored by much more. Uh, you know, if, if you're going into a betting season and you'd be like, um, I just don't want to really want to bet on Rice, uh, I think you'll be pretty successful. Uh, and there's a lot more that goes into into this pick other than me being sarcastic. But uh, Louisiana Tech's probably the better team. Uh, I know Rice has, has been all right this year, uh, but Rice also loved to my beloved uh, Middle Tennessee State team. So uh, Louisiana Tech, minus two at home, less than a field goal. Yeah, give me Louisiana Tech all day. Goodness. Um, I'm going to go to a conference that uh, people care about in a game that people shouldn't care about. I'm going to go the over 57 in the Baylor-Texas Tech game. Um, it's 57. I this game's either going to be like a the most boring, low-scoring game, or it'll be a shootout that again no one cares about except for these two teams. Um, I think that it'll be the latter. It's, a, I mean, I, I think Tech and Baylor are going to end up in a very boring shootout that gets maybe the worst ratings of any Big Twelve game this week. But all the Big Twelve teams aren't playing for some reason. Oklahoma and Oklahoma yeah. State. The teams is Texas playing? No, Texas is off. Yeah, right, yeah, okay. The three teams that people actually care about in the Big Twelve are not playing. So this game, they'll. They, the commissioner has to say, hey, we need some points so people care about the Big 12. <laughs> 57 is a low total for a Texas Tech-Baylor game. Yeah, it is. Now, how, what are your guys' views on the, the new look, like Big 12? Like, they're actually playing – they have some really good defenses this year. Yeah. I, I kind of like it. Uh, I mean, and I, I I, and I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that to, uh, like, go against your pick at all, Reed. I actually I, – I love that play. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's uh, good defenses in the Big Twelve. These two teams just don't have said defenses. Yeah, ba- Baylor yeah, for might, sure. but Tech Baylor, yeah, Baylor, yeah, Baylor might, but uh, yeah, it's just it's just kind of intriguing to me. But Baylor that. also sucks. Baylor's won like what one game this year? 
Yeah. Yeah, they're bad. Baylor sucks. And I mean, I know they, I know they kept Texas down a little bit, but Texas is weird. Texas will put up fifty some games and then like fifteen some games, and it doesn't really make sense. Texas is yeah. the most confusing team on the planet. Well, te- the thing about Texas is that they play their competition. So if yeah. they play Alabama, they're gonna play amazing. Yeah, and then if I mean, they last play, year, Joe Burrow, that was an incredible game. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, that's that's like the best, the best the uh, college football game team. LSU had. Yeah, and that's the what the best team in college football history, yeah. and and Texas played them the best. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's just kind of a weird conference. But uh, moving on, uh, I'm just gonna kind of pull this one out of my ass here, and I, but I do kind of like this play. Give me Purdue. Purdue's a pretty good team. Purdue bust three this week, uh, hosting Northwestern. Uh, Purdue's been a good team this year. Uh, yeah. They got a they got a high powered offense. Um, Northwestern is, is very good too. Uh, let's not get it twisted. But uh, I mean, you're going on the road. You know, you're gonna have to come to play. You're, you're going to Purdue. Uh, both teams. Let me see. The records. Oh yeah, both teams are undefeated. Uh, why would you not take an undefeated team at home? That's a that's a, a home dog. So, yeah, give me, go ahead and give me Purdue this week. Yeah, I actually have a bet in that game as well. I I, uh, I have the under in that game. It's a Big Ten game. It's two teams that shouldn't be putting up points. I might regret this one. It's at fifty one. Um, but this is my lone under of the week. I, it's Purdue Northwestern. I can't not take the under in that game. Like that's really all it comes down to is the team name. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, both teams have looked really good. I mean, I bet a Northwestern under, and I sweat it the entire game because Northwestern beat the heck out of Maryland, who's maybe not bad. Um, yeah. And they still almost put up themselves to cover the cover the over under. Um, so I'm taking the I'm taking the under in that game, and I'll probably end up sweating it. Yeah. Guys, are we are we not going to support the troops this week? Getting four at Tulane. I'm scared of that game. I'm really scared of that game. I am kind of scared too. It? Are you putting it on your card? Uh, I'm so. Scared why don't we? Why don't we get? Why don't we give a podcast pick? Army money line. All of us. All right. Let's see. Ben, Ben, do you support our country? I support our country. All right. So let's go ahead and but go I army money line. The, I do not support the army golden knights though. That's true. <laughs> that is Ooh, very true. All right, we we won't make it a podcast pick then, but nah, that is an interesting like game. That. Yeah, no, that's an interesting game to keep an eye on. Uh, Alex, do you have any more picks? I have one more. Uh, no, I'm good for now. But uh, keep out for my Instagram picks, cause. But yeah, go ahead. Uh, my last pick is SMU money line plus one ten. They're playing Tulsa. Tulsa may actually be good, but SMU has put up some film that would make me think that they're actually good. Um, this is kind of a test to see where both these teams stand, and I'm just going to go ahead and take SMU in the, like, what are these teams actually? Yeah, that's going to be a fun, that's actually going to be a fun game. Yeah, no, that's like the game of the week, honestly, in my opinion, um, in a yeah, weird Reed, way. Reed, look at this game. I'm going to do the Joe Gillespie special, SMU-Tulsa under 64. I know okay. we're uh, an over spot. Yes, but Joe Gillespie showed up this year. He's yeah. gonna get after no balls to show. Joe Gillespie under sixty-four. Yeah, I, I actually. Really I like actually, I, I love that pick. <laughs> I really like the pick. I want to jump on, but I'll let you have your pick because that's a fresh pick that you came up with, and I really like it. <laughs> that is uh, a fantastic pick, actually. Yeah, you, you think you think Joe Gillespie is gonna allow no balls Bouchelle do anything on him? 
and uh, and Mookie's like, Mookie's nickel safeties. That's a fantastic pick, sure. man. Um, I have a parlay <laughs> as well. Um, I'm taking these are all money line picks. I'm taking Indy over Michigan State. I don't know if they cover the spread, but I think Indy wins the game. Oregon over Wazoo, whatever. UAB is going to beat the crap out of North Texas. Um, Louisiana that game got canceled. Louisiana University. Oh, that game got canceled? All right, well, that, scratch yeah. it from the card, whatever. Um, that didn't really change the line much. I'll check it after this and give the updated line. Um, Louisiana was like a ranked team, and they're not bad. They're playing South Alabama. I'm taking them in that game. And then Coastal Troy, I kind of teased it earlier. I think Coastal wins the game. A um, lot of random games there, but I'm going to go ahead and take that, and I'll get the updated uh, count on what those spreads work out to be. All right. Got, gotta love it. Gotta love it. Um, all right. On to uh, NFL. Let's do it. Somebody else start so I can get these uh, picks. Right. Yeah. That, so I'm just going to go over to ESPN right now and, and we're, we're just going to go down the slate. I actually, I kind of like this board this week. Uh, really? Yeah. I, I kind of do. As far as a picking board or a watching board? Uh, a picking board. Really? Watching board yeah. games are disgusting. I like think the, the late game games are going to be tonight. good. Well, yeah, but the the late games will be all right. Chargers at Dolphins, Bills at Cardinals, Seahawks okay. at Rams. Okay, yeah, those are good. And then, I mean, the Sunday night game, it just depends what Patriots game or what Patriots. Well, it's it'll actually kind of work out because we'll we'll get into it. All right, so. So um, I actually I have a pick on tonight, but uh, yeah, I do, I do as well. I I have this. I I have I have Tennessee just straight up in this game. Okay, so I have Tennessee as part of a teaser, but we'll get to that later. So yeah. Uh, so we're gonna go ahead and start off in Cleveland. Um, we got the Cleveland Browns hosting the Houston Texans. Uh, Cleveland is is a three point favorite in this game, guys. Uh, you got anything in this one? No, I think it's actually three and a half. Yeah, it's three and a half. Uh, I've got Any three. picks this here? Is actually my, this is actually my first pick with the Browns minus three. Uh, you know, they're coming off a bye. And, um, yeah, I'm not – I mean, I watched the Texans last week. They're pretty damn bad. So, <laughs> I, I just like the Browns here. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be a bad weather game. They're, they're calling for tons of, like, uh, like a – dangerous winter mix or something like it's, it's supposed to be really bad like high winds and stuff um if this was good weather i would 100 percent take houston here but since it's going to be bad weather uh, i think i'm going to have to lay off of it uh, just the fact that cleveland runs the ball so well and i think they're getting nick chubb back and then uh houston you know if they're going to be able to score they're going to have to throw and if it's going to be bad weather you know it's it's going to be tough on them so pass on this game i, I don't like I, I don't mind or i you know i like i like your pick there ben so reed you got anything on this one no i i don't love the slate as much as you guys do i have a couple of uh and then one uh against the spread pick i'm i'm yeah. lame in the nfl this week okay so the next game, we got uh, the Washington football team traveling to Detroit. Uh, Washington getting four and a half points in this one. Um, guys, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I really like the football team in okay, this I one. Do too. I do too. I, I, I love the football team in this one. Uh, 
Now I know I know Mash Mash you Matthew Stafford is supposed to be back and healthy this week, even though he left last week's game with a concussion. Uh, Kenny Galladay hasn't practiced all week, and TJ Hawkinson didn't practice today. Uh, the Detroit Lions offense is just so much different with Kenny Galladay in the lineup, and if he's not going to be there, I think Washington's defense is good. At some point, guys, Alex Smith is going to get that win that's going to be like that Cinderella story win, like his, it's going to complete his comeback. It might come here. So give me Washington plus four and a half. Yeah, I like that pick. Ben, you got anything? Uh, I got nothing on this game. I'm staying away from it. I don't really know what to think of either team at this point. Yeah, both not very good, but we'll keep going. So the next game on the slate is the Jaguars, the Jags, going to Lambeau and facing the Green Bay Packers coming off a huge win against the San Francisco 49ers. Green Bay laying 13.5 points. Guys, anything? I actually do. Uh, I have a prop from this one. Actually, okay. three props from this one. Give All me right. Devontae Adams anytime touchdown score, Devontae Adams two touchdown score, and Devontae Adams first touchdown score in this game. Like it. That, I actually really like that. I never even thought about that, but that, that's, that's a really good I have pick. him on my fantasy team, and he scored, he's the only person that they throw the ball to in the red zone unless he's covered, and then they just Aaron Rodgers throws it to whoever the heck else is on the team. But he <laughs> scores first like every game. Yeah. I mean, so this will be the one who doesn't, but I'm still going to take it. Yeah. Yeah, what about? I really don't, uh, uh, yeah, I don't really mind Jags plus 13 and a half. I mean, like, I, there's no way they win this game, I don't think. But, uh, yeah, Green Bay doesn't have a great defense or anything. It would be worth – I'm not going to do it, but it would be, you know, worth a look at least. You know, let's see if Luton Maniac can uh, <laughs> go. Yeah. Luton Sanity? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you there, but if this if this line ever hit fourteen, I would probably fire on the Jags. Honestly, yeah. I, I I just want I want the full fourteen. Yeah. Is that John Smith with a rushing touchdown? If you had yeah, John Smith with a rushing touchdown on your uh, pick <laughs> sheet, I'm sure that that hit for a lot. Yeah. All right, so next game we got the battle of the NFC East, the NFC beast. Some people might call it. The Philadelphia Eagles going to New York. Uh, division title on the line. Philadelphia laying three and a half points. Guys, you know I'm a big Giants fan, but what do y'all got? Uh, I actually have the Giants as part of my let's get paid parlay. Um, Gi- Giants money one. Really? Uh, it's a let's get paid parlay. It pays out uh, 9600 to one. Or, sorry, sorry, sorry. 960 to one. 9600 plus $9,600. <laughs> I was like, what, what is that, like 17 games? You've been 96,000? No, no, no. It's a, a five-game five all-underdog pick them. Okay. Um, man, this this game – so, okay, what I was going to tell you guys is that this game, this slate kind of sets up perfect because – all right, so the noon games kind of suck, but there's one game to watch, and it's this game. Not necessarily that it'll be that good, but that it's very, very important. If the Giants win this game, uh, they're going to be looking decent. Big. Yeah, I mean <laughs> – they're going to be looking very good to, to win the NFC beast. Um, you know I'm a big Giants fan, but guys, don't overthink it. Philly coming off a bye. This is an official play for me. Philly minus three and a half. Uh, this is – I mean, so we know that Daniel Jones is the, the football team slayer. He He's never beaten Philly in his life. So, um, 
as much as it hates for me to do it, give me give me Philly minus three and a half. I hope I'm wrong, but I don't think I'm going to be. I'm, I'm going to chase it, actually. Uh, I missed it last week because Daniel Jones went perfect. Daniel Jones interception prop. It'll probably be about minus 200 again. Go ahead and give me that. <laughs> yeah, he's due, definitely. He's not going to go two games oh, yeah. without a pick. That's yeah. impossible. Yeah, it's definitely A pick impossible. and a fumble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, – yeah. If you can find a prop out there with, like, Daniel Jones turnovers over under one and a half – just just oh, take yeah. the over take the over at plus money and uh take your girlfriend out to to dinner Sunday night. <laughs> All right, so we got the next game. Uh Tampa Bay coming off probably the worst game of the season. Uh maybe by any team, honestly. Uh Tampa Bay's going to Carolina. We got the Tampa Bay Jets, I mean the Buccaneers, uh led by uh Joe Flacco, I mean uh Tom Brady. Um, so Tampa Bay Buccaneers going to Carolina, uh, Tampa Bay laying five and a half right now, guys, you got anything? I think if I had to play on this one, I would definitely take Tampa Bay. I think they're going to bounce back, but we know that Teddy as an underdog is, is incredible. So what you, what you guys got? Hey, you don't get, you don't get that 96 or $960, sorry, plus 960 odds by taking favorites. So I'm taking Carolina in this one as a part of my let's get paid parlay. Nice. Um, I think yeah, this no, is an interesting game. game. No, yeah. I, yeah, this is really interesting. I think the biggest part of it is uh, will Bruce Arians know what the heck is coming at him without McCaffrey? Because you know if McCaffrey's in the game, he's getting the ball 30 times. If he's yeah. not in the game, is Mike Davis really going to get all those touches? Is he going to give some, like, some, some end arounds to Curtis Samuel? Is he going to throw the ball to... Kelvin, uh, not Kelvin Benjamin, uh, anybody else on the team? <laughs> Robbie Anderson. Yeah. So I, I think – go ahead. I say I don't know what's going to happen in the game, but on the off chance that Carolina also wins, I'll, I'll – sure, Carolina, whatever. All right, so I actually really yeah. like Carolina just as a team. Here's how I think Carolina is, like, uh, dangerous in the NFL. I think if you have, like, a an average defense – you will get absolutely shredded by Carolina. Uh, like, look at last week. I mean, Kansas City's a great team, we know, but their defense, they're, they're pretty much an average defense, maybe above average. I think that Joe Brady just, like, we know what he did with LSU. He, I mean, he's just going to shred average defenses. And, and I think if you have a really good defense, then you have a, you have a good chance at, you know, handling Carolina. But if you don't, uh, look out. But with that being said, I, I – Tampa Bay's defense, even after what they showed Sunday night, uh, I do think they're a really good defense. So yeah, no, I Give, agree. I, I think it's a long shot that this parlay hits, obviously. So I think Tampa's yeah, the better team for sure. Yeah, I think uh, you know Vegas is setting that line with they're trying to bait people into taking Carolina just based off last week. You know, Tampa looked awful, and uh, you know Carolina looked real good against the Chiefs. Uh, but yeah, I'm with y'all there. Next game. Yeah. Swag. Who's next? So yeah, the next game. We got uh, the Denver Broncos led by Drew Locke. Uh, I heard someone else call him Blake Bortles because he loves garbage time. They're going to the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, uh, yeah. Taking on John Gruden, Derek Carr, and the Las Vegas Raiders. L- Raiders laying four and a half right now. Guys, I love the Raiders in this spot. And, and that's going to be an official play for me. Um, 
I mean, again, you don't get a 96-unit payout play without taking some chances. <laughs> uh, I'm taking Denver. In the parlay, obviously. Fair enough. Pick. Uh, yeah, I yeah. I don't love the pick. I think the Raiders probably win the game. But, again, hey, let's get paid, Denver. Let's get paid, baby. Ben, you got any any thoughts on the game? Uh, no, these are two teams. I don't know what to think about these two teams. I'm staying away from them. I mean, I think the yeah. Raiders will win, but if anyone could tank this game, it's the Raiders. So, I mean, I could see Derek Carr just getting eaten alive by the Denver defense yeah. out of nowhere, too. So, uh, question, um, question for you, Alex. Does Drew Locke have moxie? Does he what? Does he have moxie? Does he have poise? No, absolutely not. He has poise when he's down 35 points, <laughs> and, and that's about it. Um. Drew Locke is terrible. <laughs> like, he's a terrible quarterback. And you know what? I'm going to add to this on this game. Give me the over in this game. Give me over 50 and a half. Are you freaking kidding me? That, like that, that over is way too low. Uh, I like that. Um, I like that, too. The, the, the average NFL score has been around, like, 51 and a half points. Guys, these teams score like crazy. I mean yeah. – the Raiders score like crazy, and their defense sucks. Denver has an explosive offense, even though their quarterback is terrible. But um, it's going to be like last week. Last week, the Denver went to Atlanta. The game was a dead-under game until Drew Locke got down like three touchdowns in the fourth quarter, and he scored like three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Uh, that, that's, that's what's going to happen here. So, Drew Reed, expanding on that, no, Drew Locke does not have moxie. Um, I actually, I lied. I'm putting Denver in two parlays. I have them along with the next two teams. I, I'm just, I'm just kicking out the Giants in Carolina in a, uh, 11 and a half, uh, 11 and a half unit payout parlay. Okay. Well. That's fine. Double, double parlay. Yeah. No, Denver yeah. sucks, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, I think I've said it before. I hate Derek Carr. As a quarterback, obviously, uh, but he's played really, really well this year. I can't even yeah. like as much as I don't like Derek Carr. I have to give it to him. He's played fantastic. So, uh, but anyway, moving on to the next game. Pretty interesting game here. We got the Las Vegas, Las Vegas, the Los Angeles Chargers, led by Anthony Lynn, going to Miami, the Miami Dolphins, in the battle of the African American coach, Anthony Lynn versus Brian Flores. Guys, any thoughts here? Dude, the Chargers lose games in such horrendous ways. I have an official play. Dolphins minus 120. I'm taking a money line. Um, the Chargers just find ways to lose at the end. And the Dolphins find ways to win or at least play really close games. Um, Tua looked like the real deal last week, so maybe he keeps it going this week. I, that's my one official non-stupid parlay pick. Yeah, I mean, I can't. Can we, guys, as a podcast, can we just get Anthony Lynn a win, please? Yeah. <laughs> like, like oh my! Dol- I'm a Dolphins fan now. Not against the Dolphins. Okay, yeah, that and you know what? Maybe that's that's fine. But I feel so bad for Anthony yeah, Lynn. It's, like, it's tough. are and you Herbert kidding me? So good. Like, yeah. Last week was heartbreaking. The ball hit the ground. That was. I was watching that. I had the. Uh, the red zone game going back and forth and i was just like oh my god they won the game and then they show the other camera angle that it clearly hits the ground and i was like son yeah and you know you know what was crazy and and like so you know when they lost to denver like the week before is that 
when that guy caught the ball at the last play of the game, one one ref called it a touchdown and the other ref called it out of uh, bounds. Drew Moxie, <laughs> are, you, baby. are you kidding me? And then like I just I feel so bad for Anthony Land that just yeah. please, please get him a win this and, and you know, I know I know we love the Dolphins, but can we please get the guy a win? No, we'll delay it. They got the Jets next week. Yeah, he'll get him a win there. Yeah, okay. Right. I mean Guys, the Jets are be- kinda hot though. I'm all over the Jets in that game. So um, this game is a part of my teaser, but I'll I'll get to that at the end. So next game, uh, as I said, the three o'clock slate is pretty good. We got we got a pretty a really good game actually. We got the Buffalo Bills coming off a huge win against the Seattle Seahawks, traveling to Cliff Kingsbury's Arizona Cardinals. Guys, uh, Arizona laying two and a half. What you got here? Parlay. Buffalo? Buffalo's in the parlay. Money line. Yeah. Buffalo's. Uh, I, I, I don't hate it. Guys, and I just want to get this out there. And and this is just my opinion. I think Cliff Kingsbury is a terrible NFL coach. And he's I think a he's a terrible coach, college period. coach. Yeah, he's a good a, college coach. Yeah, I mean, Dude, he had okay, the best I think he could be. Maybe of all time, and he went five and seven multiple years. Very true. <laughs> yeah. I think it, he could be a good offensive coordinator in the, in the NFL, but he is dog awful as a head coach. Did you see what the idiot did? I mean, this okay. I'm gonna get heated now. This is not Matt Nagy level, but why would you send the kicker out last last week on yeah. fourth and one? They've went they've they went for like three fourth and ones, and Kyler Murray would just run it and get it, and then he goes to kick it. And then the guy not only does he miss, but he leaves it short. So it, that From says to me that yards. yeah, like it s- says to me that they weren't even in field goal range, Dude, even Zane, though they should have. Zane Gonzalez is not good. No, he's not. He's he's been. How he missed short from forty nine? <laughs> that's <laughs> the bad. NFL. That's like I, high. Like if you go short from forty nine in college, that's bad. Like okay, we you we've should been, at least be able to kick it forty nine yards. We've been morons <laughs> and gone out and kicked field goals, and like we're not hitting from forty nine, but we're hitting from thirty. <laughs> Yeah. We're hitting from 30-35 pretty consistently. I mean, again, no rush, but we have no practice, no coaching. We're literally yeah. morons who haven't ever really kicked a ball. And we're maybe, kicking with tennis maybe, shoes. Like, I kicked in middle school for, like, one day of practice. I don't know if y'all ever did. But, like, it's – we're not – none of us are good kickers. And we're in tennis no. shoes just nailing balls right down the middle. And they're indoors, too. It's not like he had the yeah. stiff wind or anything. <laughs> Uh, this short from 49 is despicable. All right, guys. Now, let me let me a- drop this nugget on you. All right. You're indoors. You got a 35-yard field goal, and we have 7th s- grade C-team kicker Bob Gow trots out. Is he, <laughs> <laughs> is he making it? No. Is he making it? Dude, Carol, oh, no. pull, Carol pulled Bob Gow so that he, he could run me out. That's how you know he didn't have any faith in him. Yun Ching Gao, Bob Gao, you you heard it here. He's not not he's not banging it through. Fun fact: you know what his <laughs> password was to log on to school computers? What? Pi to fifty decimals. Jeez. No way. Pi to fifty decimals. Incredible. No, like, seriously? I swear. <laughs> the like the single most impressive feat I've ever seen. He did it every day. Maybe maybe Bob Gow should be the coach instead of Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah. Dude, that's shout out, fun. shout out, Bob Gow. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. M- moving on, we're going to like the, the NFL game of the week, the late game. 
uh, well, I guess in the in the prime, not the prime time slate, but the three twenty five slate. Excuse me. We have the Seattle Seahawks going to Los Angeles, taking on the Rams. Guys, you know how I felt about the Rams all season. Uh, the Rams are a one and a half point favorite. Uh, any thoughts on this one? Close the parlay. Seattle, both parlays. Seattle. Yep. Yeah, I mean you can't can't hate it. Uh, I, I'm just I'm I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Rams in this one. Uh, I just think the Rams play, and, and you know what? I'm making an official pick too. You you guys know have uh, you guys have heard all all season how I felt about the Rams. I think that the Rams play the Seahawks really well. They're at home, only laying one and a half. The only thing that scares me is that the Seahawks are coming off a loss, but. Uh, Sean McVay coming out of a bye, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I think it's going to be a really good game. For both Any the reasons thoughts? that all y'all gave, uh, I do like the Seahawks money line coming off the loss. I also like the over at 54 and a half. Uh, yeah. Seahawks, I mean, their defense is terrible, dude. Like, they're so <laughs> bad. And, uh, yeah, I just, I mean, I think Sean McVay, you know, he does, you know, he sees him a lot. He knows the uh, system. I think they'll be able to score some points, uh, and then Russell Wilson. I mean, he always, he's always gonna put some points up on the board. I, I just think that's a pretty low number for what this game is, especially it's in LA, right? Yeah, in the dome. Yeah, yeah, they're not gonna deal with any weather or anything. So yeah, yeah I, I mean, like yeah, I like I like the over a lot. I mean, uh, in the year of our Lord. 2020 you cannot go wrong with picking an over in a dome i just like to get that out there so uh very good pick there you know we're this is a good this is a good podcast we give out winners so here we go uh next game uh so last year this was probably the game of the year we have the san francisco 49ers going to new orleans to face the saints obviously this this year is probably going to be a little bit different uh saints are laying 10 i believe um any thoughts on this game? Dude, in my opinion, this is the most stay-away game of all time. Uh, I, y'all yep. might have differing opinions, but I, you don't know what 49ers team you're going to get. You don't know what Saints team you're going to get. Like, I, I'm intrigued to watch it, but I have no idea how this game goes. And 10 points is, like, that's such a big spread that you, if you pick the 49ers, they might get beat by 30. And if you pick the Saints, they might, you know, lose the game outright. Like, you just have no idea how this game goes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the good thing about the 49ers is, is uh, Kendrick Bourne and Brandon Ayuk, they missed last game because of COVID. They will be back in this one. But, you know, no Jimmy Garoppolo, no uh, George Kittle, and Kittle. I believe no no Debo Samuel. It's, it's going to be a tough one. With that being said, I kind of like San Francisco in this game. And, Reed, I think you kind of you kind of got to it a little bit. This is a big stay-away game, but I, I just – Okay, guys. Kyle Shanahan, I think we can all agree, is is a very good coach, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. Excellent. And I just, I just don't think that very good coaches get blown out two games in a row. And I know that 49ers are just injury-ravaged uh, or ravaged by injuries, but um, 10 points is a lot of points, especially in the NFL. Uh, I'm not saying that the 49ers are going to win the game. I don't think they will. But, I mean, 10 points, come on. I mean – yeah, a bit uh, of an overreaction and, from last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, that's the exact thing. The Saints are coming off probably the biggest win, like, in totality of the whole NFL season, and the 49ers maybe, like, one of the biggest losses. Like, the 49ers, and both yeah. of them, by the way, in uh, on national TV, so the whole world got to watch them. 
So, you know, like your average Joe is going to be like, oh, man, you know, the Saints are awesome. The 49ers suck. Give me the Saints. Uh, I think it's it's definitely kind of an overreaction. That's why I'm going to take San Francisco in the 10 points. Yeah. Yeah, if you think back, I mean, like Drew Brees was dead until last week. Yeah. Like he was done. Like he's retired. And he has no arm. And, it, like, and last week was just so weird with their game. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think the Saints – they're a good team, but I don't think they're necessarily like what they showed last week. I think they overplayed their potential last week, uh, along with a little bit of bad from Tampa Bay. So, yeah. But like I said, probably stay away from this one. Yeah, I mean, and this is going to be a part of my teaser as well, but we'll, we'll keep on chugging along. Next game, we've got the Cincinnati Bengals going to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, ben Roethlisberger is on uh, the COVID reserve list right now. I think he's going to play. Uh, this game was at right around 7.5. The actual, it's closed right now, but uh, so I guess we don't really have to get into picks uh, since a line's not out right now just because of the Roethlisberger situation. But um, any thoughts on this one, guys? I think this is, we'll this see. This is my favorite game of the week. And not to bet on, just yeah, to watch. I like. I'm. I can't wait to watch this. To watch this game. I. I, the, I mean, the Steelers play to their levels, like the level of their opponent, and seven points is a big enough spread that, like, that's a touchdown. You know, it's. Yeah. It is what it is. Joe Burrow could very easily keep it close. The Steelers might, you know, get that late touchdown up three to, to cover the spread. I'm thrilled to watch the game. Um, if yeah. Mason Rudolph or Josh Dobbs oh my or gosh. Doug Hodges or whoever start, freaking hammer Cincinnati. But yeah. If Big Reed, Ben plays, it's going to be a fun game. Reed, as an Ohio, Ohio, as an Oklahoma State alum, do you hate Mason Rudolph as much Dude, as like I, the average I hated, person? I hated Mason Rudolph in college. Like I didn't like him as a person. I didn't like he him as a terrible. quarterback. He was terrible. He made me the most angry <laughs> watching football that I've been. I mean, like Taylor Cornelius, you didn't expect to win games. Like <laughs> with, with, with uh, Mason Rudolph, he was a four-year starter. Like yeah. he had, he had a Bolitnikoff winning receiver. Like you expected to win those games. I mean, you had Justice Hill at running back, who at the time was yeah. like, he he was a Heisman hopeful, kind of like Chuba this year, where he just kind of he was Bryce Petty. Yeah, he was expected to be this dude, and he would just overthrow receivers. He couldn't make a screen pass. He's the most frustrating quarterback in the world to watch. Um, I mean, I didn't love him getting boinked in the head uh, by Miles Garrett, but like, I wasn't. Like f- as furious as it would have been if it was like yeah. you know, any other Oklahoma State like, player, like, I would have been. Yeah, like, you know, it's like Mason Rudolph probably had it coming. He probably did say something. Like I, I'm yeah. not gonna get into it, but Mason Rudolph not my favorite player in the world. Yeah, uh, wish as, as the, a youth, wish him the best, but he's fair enough. Good. You know, as 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 a UT fan and a, and a UT alum, there's not one person that I disliked more when we played than Mason Rudolph. He like, knew how to beat Texas. He did. He did. And I and maybe this goes to like he always beat Texas, but I just cannot stand that. Like even when Oklahoma State wasn't playing uh, Texas, it was like, okay, I don't really care if they win, but pl- like let this guy throw like ten interceptions. I cannot stand Mason Rudolph. Like, and if he plays in this game. Dude, he is he is freaking. He's got his favorite receiver from college on the field, and he refuses to throw to him. It yeah. does not make sense. Like it Ma- Mason Mason Rudolph, like when he came in against Dallas, I was like, oh, I was like, Dallas is a hundred percent winning this game if Mason Rudolph's <laughs> gonna be. But uh, anyway, 
I don't I don't want to keep talking about Mason. Shout out to Big Ben for being a warrior. Yeah. Definitely. All right, next game. We have the Sunday night game, which might get flexed out due to COVID, but we'll see. We got the Baltimore Ravens going to Foxborough to face the New England Patriots. Uh, Baltimore laying seven, uh, total at 43 and a half. Guys, you got anything on this one? Pats. Really? I'm wearing my Patriots shirt right now. Well, we got the, the, the we got the New England resident Reed going, sticking with his uh, his present, I guess, and, and and staying with the the Patriots. No, I I, I do think if uh, if their their secondary is healthy, if they're all playing in the game, they've got a really good shot to cover the spread. I don't think they win, but I think they I think they make it a fun game. Sunday night football, I think they make it a fun game. Yeah, I, I think I think what gets to this is like the Sunday night football angle that. The big underdog on Sunday night at home under the, yeah, the lights. the Patriots think they have a shot to make it to the playoffs again. Yeah. I think they play up to that. I don't know if they win the game. Ben, ben you got anything on this one? Uh, I just really – Just any thoughts? I have nothing as far as an official play. I just really want the Patriots to lose just uh, so my Dolphins can go to the, the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is going to be – I think if – the one thing about New England is that I know that for the past few years their defense has been really good. Their defense is not good anymore. Like well, Broadway, I mean, their, best, their best player's out. A top five defensive player in the NFL is out. True. Like he, he's true. Sitting and, and it showed because Broadway asked Joe absolutely <laughs> shredded, shredded them. Last, like yeah, oh my so god. Adam Gase is maybe the worst coach of all time. Like I was like, is this Joe Flacco or Joe Namath? Like, uh, just two great New York Jets quarterbacks. I mean, um, <laughs> so, I, and this is like saying nothing about this actual game, but, uh, I mean, if Gilmore doesn't play, well, even if he does play, does, I mean, Baltimore just might run it down their throats, but, yeah. I mean, we'll see. If I mean, if, if Gilmore plays, obviously, it helps the Patriots a lot, but, I mean, the thing about the Patriots also is on the offensive side of the ball, they have the imp- incompetence podcast crew like playing receiver for them. Dude, Jacoby, Myers <laughs> Jacoby Myers is actually good. Okay, he is good. He's actually but, good. Uh, the, the starting tight end Ryan Izzo. Uh, that's Reed. Reed. <laughs> no, what's what? I'm 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 uh whatever number eighty is the special teamer. Oh, Oh, Shane. Oh, Shusky. No, no, I'm I'm Olszewski. Oh, Olszewski. Ohio's definitely Demir Bird, and I'll be Rex Burkhead or Damian Harris, whatever you want. Like you could literally. I like, I like the idea of you being Rex Burkhead. Way yeah, yeah, that's fine. I'll be I'll be Rex. I'll be sexy Rexy Burkhead. Um, yeah, like literally, you could run out the incompetence crew, and and we'd probably be just as competent as these guys. Who are we kidding? And I mean that, I mean that totally sarcastically, but not really because the New England offensive weapons are really bad. They're, they're really bad, but anyway, guys, so we're going to move on to the Monday night game. Last last game of the week, we got the Minnesota Vikings, who are very hot, going to Chicago to face the Bears, who are very not. You like what I did there? Yep. Uh, Matt Nagy, home dog here, uh, two and a half points right here. What, they just what are we keep thinking baiting us. They just keep baiting us with the Bears being home dogs and it's going to let us down every – I almost want to take him again. I actually I, really I do like too. Minnesota in this game. It's not an official play because I don't want to wait till Monday, but I really like Minnesota in this game. I mean, and 
and Reed, I, I can't blame you, but I I really like the Bears in this. If this if this ever hit three, if this ever hits three, I'm probably taking the Bears, and by Monday it probably will. Dude, nothing brought me more joy than it's watching, just be watching the... y'all with the Bears last week just sweating that out and being so mad at Matt Nagy. Dude, he's freaking terrible. Like, I was laughing are you so kidding hard. me? Like, every team in the NFL, when they're down 14 and score a touchdown late in the game, they've been going for two. Matt Nagy, what are you doing? <laughs> Go for two, you idiot. Like, and, and, you know, it's just a shame that a bear is probably the, the land animal that I fear most, and the bears are coached by Matt Nagy in this one. Uh, this, I, I just, I hate Matt Nagy. Uh, here's one for you guys. If you could have, if you could fight a bear or have Matt Nagy coach your football team, what would you rather do? Or what would you rather have? What level are we having Matt Nagy coach at? NFL. Flag football. Yeah, flag football. Flag flag football, Matt Nagy. Considering my coach is Mike McCarthy, I'm honestly my side of Matt Nagy. Oh, my. I think I'd probably probably just say my condolences or say my adioses to my parents and and just fight the bear, honestly. (laughs) I would be like, I, I will not. I will not let my father, who loves the New York Giants, have Matt Nagy coach them. <laughs> That's a realistic uh, you get, uh, head coach that could be in there within the next 10 years. <sighs> so you have, you have the choice to not fight a bear. You get Mike McCarthy as your head coach and Nagy as your offensive coordinator. Oh, my god! Or you can fight a bear and you get Bill Belichick as your head coach. The enemy is your OC and Robert Sala is your DC. Would you fight the bear? Can I, Dude, I'm freaking fighting the bear. <laughs> can I, can I have Khabib stand in as my replacement? <laughs> that that uh, bear, be- bear, that bear better, that bear, yeah, that bear better pray for his life. Khabib's I'm definitely fighting a bear. Has he really fought a bear? Yeah, look it up. Yeah. When he was a baby, oh, they put wow. him in the, they put him on a like against a little like bear pup and he was just wrestling the crap out of the bear like pinning it dude it was that crazy is, that is like literally horrifying but <laughs> dude I, I i will i will probably face a shark in in like a thousand foot waters and have matt Nagy coach my team <laughs> like and and but I, I do like the bears in this one but yeah, but what's gonna be it's gonna be the lines gonna get to three i guess say oh yeah like, the bears they have a great defense They'll keep and then the dalvin cook has six that's what they do and then and then they're going to get down 14-0. They're, you're going to be praying for a backdoor cover. And then for whatever reason, they're going to lose by four or five. You know, either Nagy's <laughs> going to not go for two, go for two. They're going to get – they're going to take like an point. intentional safety. You're just going to be like, oh, yeah, I mean, I love the Bears here. I mean, the Vikings are only three and five. They're like, they have the defense to, uh, you know, shut down Dalvin Cook. And then Nagy's going to do it again. <laughs> Probably. I mean – yeah, that that's a hundred percent true. Death taxes and Matt Nagy being unprepared for a football game. <laughs> Matt that Nagy is absolutely screwing people to bet on him. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. My gosh. All right, so going to kind of our special best read. I know you had like your uh, your teaser of the week, but uh, or your your parlay, underdog parlay. Yeah. So I got one for you guys, and, and we're gonna start it off tonight. Uh, so. Feed me. Yeah, so we got belly tattoo. Feed me. Yeah, 
So it's gonna be a it's gonna be a four team, and we're gonna tease it six points. So we're gonna tease the Titans up to seven. Okay, we're gonna tease the Buccaneers down to a pick. We're gonna tease the Chargers up to seven and a half because Anthony Lynn plays Close one games. possession games. Yeah, yes. it doesn't matter if he's gonna win or lose. It's gonna be a one possession game, and then we're gonna tease the 49ers to sixteen. So that's going to pay. It's a four-team, six-point teaser. It's going to pay. We're going to put one unit on it, and it's going to be uh, pl- uh, plus 250. Okay. I like that. Yeah. I actually really like that. And, and just kind of my justifications, uh, Titans-Colts, it's going to be a very close game. Uh, where'd, you, where'd you pull that one? <laughs> yeah. Um, Chargers Dolphins, you know, we talked about it. The Chargers play one possession games every single week. Like it, you could, it could literally be. It doesn't matter. The Chargers could play a junior high team and it'd be a one possession game. Uh, the 49ers Saints. Uh, I think we kind of already said. I don't think uh, Chan's not going to get beat by three possessions two two weeks in a row. So, and then what was the other one? Uh, oh, the the Buccaneers. I think we all kind of agree that we. Think at least that the Buccaneers are going to win. Reed, I know you have your yeah, no, no, I agree. underdog I agree. parlay, but no, I, I think agree. we we all agree that the yes. the Bucks are going to bounce back. So yes, I agree. yeah, give me give me those four teams. I like it. Um, again, I'll run down my parlays: Seattle, Buffalo, Denver pays eleven and a half units, and Seattle, Denver, Buffalo, Carolina, and the New York Football Giants pays ninety six units. Love it. Um. Other than that, because no one cares, I have my UFC picks of the week. I did actually pretty good last week on them. I missed one, um, but I hit my plus 200 uh, underdog in the in the main event. Um, oh, boy. My guy Romanov finished his fight by putting his forearm on his the guy who's fighting's throat and choked him out that way. That was the first time that's ever happened in the UFC. That was sick. Um, and this week, we have a main event with a fighter dropping out, so we have a replacement. The guy's a commentator. He literally goes to war, and uh, every fighter he's fought in the last like two years has lost after his war because he just inflicts damage. It's a mustache battle. I'm going with Paul Felder, the announcer. He's plus 155. He's a monster. I really just want him to win, so I'm picking him. Um, and then I am going out on a limb, and I'm. there's been a trend in the UFC where the favorites just win. Um, and that doesn't always happen, but the favorites have been winning like crazy over the last month. So I'm taking every favorite on the card. Um, I'm taking every favorite on the card to win one unit. So it ranges all the way from like a pick 'em all the way up to plus or th- minus three fifteen. That's ten bets. I'll just put it as all favorites on the pick sheet. And so so each each pick to win one unit. Yeah. Is that what you? Yes. Okay. All yeah. Right, so I, I could you. be I could be screwed if underdogs win a lot this week. I could be yeah. down like. 15 units, but we'll see. Um, I also am parlaying Felder with this guy in the co-main event. Um, He's an African fighter. He is, you don't bet against Africans in the UFC. They're all incredible. Every single one of them is either a champion or contending for a championship. Um, And this guy, his name, I'm I'm trying to pull up his name so I don't mess it up. His name is Abdul Razak Al-Hassan. He's fighting this guy named Chaos. And uh, I like Abdul Razak, Al-Hassan, and Felder. That's plus 260 in a parlay. So I'm going to go ahead and just take all the favorites, take that specifically, and then Felder as my lone underdog on the card. Let's get it. Makes no sense, uh, and I know no one cares, but I'm giving out my picks. 
All right. I mean, let, let's get it back this week, guys. I know last week wasn't the best week, but let, let's get it back this week. Let's get it back. Let's get it back. All right. Good episode.